You're listening to the Paracasual Destiny Podcast, live on YouTube. Episode 50, the special Imaru edition episode, and we come in at the big 5-0. How's everybody doing out there? Sally Bug? Pretty good. All right. And Green Stego's with us. Stego, can you hear me? I absolutely can. Can I be heard? I see what you did there. It's a little in-joke pun. He said he absolutely can because he just gave the cat a can of food. So, very clever. (laughs) Got to hand it to you. Yeah, and intentional. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, here we are two weeks in or some odd such time period into the Witch Queen and uh, it's been two weeks since our last podcast, and a lot has happened, at least from my perspective and my um, game playing. Um, so I thought I would start off this evening with just uh, general chit-chat, if you will, about um the various activities and what we've been up to in the witch queen since we last met anybody want to start anything come to mind good experiences Uh, as well as the challenging oh so much i know check out the slide i made and that that's just scratching the surface yeah We've got a retune um, gambit. We've got psyops. We've got the wellspring activity. That's the six-player one, and just the throne world itself. Um, and then and the investigations on the side I'm there. Say We've got weapon crafting. Bulk, I could talk all night. Go ahead. The bulk of my time um, has been well. I don't think we had quite. Maybe we had finished the campaign. I can't quite remember, but. Um, after we finish the campaign, I'm going to say the bulk of my time, I'm still just enjoying the whole open exploration of the throne world. Um, Ditto. So patrolling. Yeah. Patrols and the finch bounties and those reveals. What are those called? What about let's not. I call them revealo. Revealo, another Revealo. So um, uh, those pu- those puzzles. Um, the Lost Sectors. I'm still opening up it. the Lost Sectors and exploring those nuances. Um, right. The public so, events. Riding on the little. We caught up with the Altars of Reflection today. The Altars of Reflection. Week. Right. We haven't done that this week. I- could somebody tell Sometime. me what the altars of reflection are again? I'm just so overwhelmed. It's, like, so, uh, it's that one where you go into you that from the memory of an object. Oh, and it's got the, the puzzles. Memories. Like you have to shoot the things. Yes. You go yes. into that yeah, blue, oh. room. I think I don't yeah. think I'm caught up on that. We haven't done this. Week I think there's for sure. four of them total. Let's hurry up and get this podcast yeah. over with then. <laughs> it's like the, I'm pretty sure there's two per week. I always want to play oh, Destiny yeah. when I'm talking about Destiny. It's like, oh, I got to get in there and do it. Yeah. It's like, but one thing break, we did do. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, one thing we did do was um, we did Vox Obscura yesterday. Oh, that's last right. Last night. Yeah. Un- yet another thing to do. So. 
Um, uh, we don't want we to do any spoilers it. on that. We we did a spoiler thing. We 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 um watched a tutorial video first. And I'm I'm glad we did. Um, and honestly, I'm glad we did too because we'd still because... be doing it. <laughs> Probably, because, like some of the like, and the and this is not really a spoiler, but like some of the other um, standalone exotic weapon missions, there's a time limit to it. There's a time element, which I'm not a super huge fan of no, you're myself. Not. I I don't like you don't like jumping, and you don't like level timed. of panic, but. There's no jumping, so there's another. I mean, well, there's another kind of jumping that you had a little trouble kind of jumping, with, but um, so it's fun. Highly recommend. I was happy about that, it was fun. Jumping in yeah. with, with two people's great is perfect for it. Um, I and it's not as intense or um, long. It's not that long. As long as some of the other standalone exotic missions, like Hawk Moon or. Um, the dead man's tail. Presage. Um, yeah, presage. Presage. Or, or um, even whisper. Or or even. Or prime, right? The yep. prime for perfected. Yeah. So um, it's just kind of like this nice little um, side mission. And I played with the gun a little bit because we did a couple of strikes afterwards. It's kind of fun. It's fun. It's fun. Nice little number. So. They did well with it. I'm going to say that's kind of been the bulk of like actually playing. Is yeah, the bulk of playing for me has a been a little bit. The definitely is, a throne world. Just yeah, just spending leveling time up in Finch. It. Oh, you and I are still working our way through the second, like with our ultimate, uh, our second alt characters. World level? I'm Grim probably oh, in the thirties by now. Okay. Early thirties. Just, I just turned thirty. I just turned thirty. I haven't even <laughs> I just, reached fifteen yet, so I just got to level yeah. thirty with, I have with a Finch, lot of grinding and, and that's what I'm saying because that's the bulk of what I do is go pick up Finch bounties and do patrols all day the whole time because i'm just having fun with that so it's like not even like hopping into wellspring or doing any of that other stuff just we you and i did a good deal world. of psyops remember yeah we did well we did, when we, we were still leveling up but psyops is a great way to do if you're still like in that power grind up to the hard cap yeah because you get a powerful piece of gear every two matches and they're fun those matches are they're challenging, but they're fun. Mm -hmm. It's a yes. fun way to explore the. Um, we watched a Dado video on doing a volatile build, and so I like just put exactly what he said to put on, and just had so much fun just watching enemies explode all over the place. It was great. That was even before the. While they still had some of the. Um, some of the fragments locked. Do you think they did the some? Do you think Bungie did some biofeedback research, and they found that one of the most satisfying things uh, is for gamers to make things chain explode, and so. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like that reward center lights up every time I get a chain explosion going on. Because they've got that chain reaction in some of the weapons as well, like the grenade launchers and rocket launchers. It's so much fun um, to do that, to proc those things. Uh, I wanted to jump into the tuned gambit. Well, we did do some of the tuned gambit pre-tracking rocket nerf, right, Sally Bug? We haven't been in since they made the, those adjustments. The last adjustments, the last... Um, so I guess there was like a um, a PvP scaling that wasn't supposed to be happening. Oh, right, and yeah. Yeah, and they, I didn't even realize that, but... Um, the tra- their tracking rockets were just a little it, bit too strong against the Guardians. God, I don't even know if we talked about it last time, but I felt like I liked it more. It was longer, but it felt like it it was more you really couldn't tell who was actually going to win and I felt like just doing five or six matches however many we did I felt like oh this is going to create a lot of like tense last second surprise endings you know like right up to the end the only thing I would have said to change which they actually did was it seemed like uh, Primeval was getting a little bit too healed when an invader went over and made kills. It's like, wow, uh, they come back and like the Primeval would have been like completely healed from like. Well, yeah, they did two things. One, they, they, they lowered that number, right? Right. So it and, used to be. And they it made it harder. 27%, 27% per each kill, which is a lot. Well, yeah, Uh-oh. you can fully heal the primeval and then some. Right, <laughs> like every time you invade. So, right. And that would have been the only thing because I thought that was just a, it's a, a little it's bit much. too much. And it, it prolonged the game in a way that wasn't as fun, right? Because you're just like, okay, well, here we go again. Their team invades, heals our primeval. Our team invades, heals our primeval all over again. We're like kind of like in this constant... Um, well, they and they also they also took away they tuned toned down the tracking on the rocket launchers, right. so yep. it's going to be harder to inv- uh, have a successful invade with those weapons, at least anyway. So that's cool. Do we cover everything in terms of just overall which queen activities? Right. We're still working our way through with our second characters on the missions, like the storyline. And that's fun revisiting those. Yeah, we started been, the campaign on legendary. Yeah, it's been and the a drops long are so time. good on legendary. Drops are it's really been a good. Long time since I've actually wanted to. As a matter of fact, like I, since I've wanted to do a second character, that's I had touched. My second character, I think I had done my warlock just a tiny bit, like maybe like the opening, um, just like the opening mission in Beyond Light and nothing else. And so I spent a good deal of time just doing the Beyond Light storyline with my um, with my warlock. And um, unlocked all all the stasis because I wanted the warlock. I was like, if I'm going to have this character, I want her to have everything. She didn't have any of the stasis, so I did all of that. 
then I got then I got blocked like that. There's that mission that's bugged. So. Oh, I wonder if they ever right fix now. that. Uh, it hasn't come up in the patch notes yet, so I think it's just one of those things you're still working on. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not like it's not that it's not big anything a deal. That, yeah, it's not for me, especially since it's an alt character. But I do feel bad for someone who's not done Beyond Light at all and and trying to progress the story. Yeah. Mm. How about that world's first raid? Vow of the Disciple. Oh, that Disciple. was fun to watch. Watch. Yes, that looked awesome. We watched a good bit of Datto's team. And then we were switching back to that other team. I forget who they were called. It wasn't X the... Black. X Black was one of the... Is the one, one of the who players was streaming it. Streaming it, yeah. Uh, and they were really I good. I just saw the most heartbreaking... Uh, and I was talking to another um, another clan member, Funny Bone, about it. And I was like, you could just tell that this was uh, a team that was like super talented and they figured it all out. And they were like actually ahead at one point. They had figured out how to get to the boss, do the boss damage round. Um and they got all the way where the boss was like at a sliver that was like final stand. And they just made the rookie mistake of all rushing in to try to like just get him down. And they mm -hmm. wiped. Ugh. And it was like they have it like I was sure they had it. And then they all wiped. And then I looked later. I was like, I wonder how they ended up in the long run and, and ended up being like, I think it deflated them because they were like. Um, two hours um, behind Worlds First. Their team ended up like so I felt really bad for them because they were like like seconds away from getting it. Right. It was a little heartbreaking. <laughs> it was a little heartbreaking for me. And then of course Dado coming in second but you know three seconds is better than just like one first in my mind. So I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. okay with it. Three seconds. I thought it was like three minutes. No, yeah, I, I mean, he, second place. he's gotten three second places. Oh, three second places. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. So wow. three second places oh, over like, yeah, just uh, to be that close every yeah. time. But, you know, yeah. he's. And top tier team, it's like if this was the Olympics, three silver medals, someone would say, wow, three silver medals. That's great. We were talking about that, actually. It's like it's too bad they don't have like tiered something for like the f top three, you know, because. It's almost art like when well, you're talking the about there being, I guess you're talking about that many like that three minutes between one and the other it's for me sometimes that's just rng right sometimes just the mechanics or you just got like one team got like a lucky spawn of like where to dunk things and where they're yeah well, a lot of it comes down to that when you're at this level of play Right, which is what I'm saying is like, you know, it, it's a, basically a virtual tie with the top three. If it's like within three, f three to five minutes of each other. So, 
But it's interesting how you can actually say, you know, with all the variables and the error codes that they had, the, some of the problems in the beginning, it does randomize the pool somewhat. But from a statistical point of view, the fact that Datto's team math class has done this, has gotten second place this many times, and the fact that um, last the last raids winners were this also, you know, they're defending. It tells me there's uh, just team Elysium. Yep. It tells me that there's a talent to this. There is a, mm-hmm. a tangible way to get good at figuring these sort of things out and working as a team. Um, when you think of how many people are doing this, it's crazy. You know, the, the numbers s- were really insane. What, like, it was like over half a million people dipped their toes in mm. the raid. Um, that like there were like over a half a million unique starts on that first weekend, which was crazy. Yeah, I think there were over fifty thousand guardian clears too. Right, for the which first is forty-eight hours. And that's a, I mean, that's a phenomenal number for, for Bungie and for the raids, like for the, for, for the Destiny mode, franchise. Yeah. For contest yeah. mode, that's, that's really good. I know but, that. Um, watching uh, it, I, I loved that it was like a whole new, um, a whole new boss, right? It was like someone we hadn't fought before, even a different race. We hadn't fought before. Yeah, we haven't lore done it very yet. Interesting. The, the lore that lore has spilled out of this is amazing. amazing. It's pretty right? like I couldn't I mean, have ever guessed the it. The lore for this whole this whole um, DLC has just been crazy good, crazy good. Yeah. So we have a, a worm daddy, the worm father. Yeah. It's so weird. It's creepy, isn't it? The whole worm, <laughs> worm thing's father, creepy. Worm mother. Like, and the voice acting for that worm that you carry around is so... You know, the, par- the parasite. The worm to talk to us. I was like, what? <laughs> that was like one of the moments it's... in Destiny where they just really surprised me. Like the worm just starts talking. I know. <laughs> oh, and so here's the question. Is that worm in your mind male or female? Because in my mind... It was like male, non-binary. But, it's a wor- right, it's worm. androgynous. Said, it's a worm, said, right? It's, it's like it's a hermaphrodite. Saying, "Oh no, definitely an old woman," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, I was saying I the I voice actor like, sounded like an old lady like an to an me." Androgynous sounded like a grandma. You know, <laughs> it's just a struggling worm. I know. It's, it's just a worm. The, with a sense of humor doesn't have a doesn't have a gender oh, so good and so, and, the, and yeah the, so good um, and i loved the oh, way well, morris whoa 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 morris that off. you're getting into spoiler territory sally i don't know oh, if they've done well, that yet. Yeah. into spoiler territory yeah it's Maybe, fine have we overstepped no yeah. i think if you're listening to a podcast about destiny you're probably no i just meant are, are you guys are, are we going too oh, far no, from... we're we're caught up okay so you so carried she the worm she around heard the worm talk yeah, yeah. So. okay so we're good <laughs> I did, the worm I did, cannon. I did, um the exotic mission to clarify 
Right. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's with why the, I was thinking, ooh, maybe you guys haven't gotten the Parasite no, launcher. No, I haven't done um, Vox Obscura yet. Okay. That, I haven't done that mission. I, okay. Well, we we only that. just did that last night, so... Yeah. It's a little um, hot. We're a little afraid of it because of the power requirements. We're trying to level up. Right, right. That's why I was recommending PsyOps. So that was a great... I think we grinded that um, because you get those three powerfuls just doing six. Yeah, we did our weekly psyops. Uh, we finished that up today too. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I just More about uh, Iron Lord we Saladin. Talked, we talked a little bit about um. Sultan and I talked a little bit about the way Mara saw like her story, um, her story arc in this, um, in this DLC and, um. That's a really, I kind of liked the way she kind of tricked the worm and everybody like originally you're thinking, is she really going to take this worm into her body or like what's, you know, what's going to happen? She tricked it to like being encapsulated into one of our guns. It's so crazy. Um, and and but fighting against genius. and fighting against the darkness because the darkness obviously saw something in her that just like oh this could be a powerful ally, and tried to um, tried to take her, or tried to you know get her to come to the dark side so to speak. Um, well, she I talked think... about fighting that so. Before we get too far away from the raid, I just wanted to shout out to some clan mates of ours, uh, Richard and company, you know, the the brothers, have taken it upon themselves mm-hmm. this season to um, carry randoms. Yeah, so it's my understanding raiders. that Nicholas goes into LFG and finds people who've never haven't done the raid yet. And they take them in and run them through the raid. I think that's uh, very charitable of them. It's awesome to be doing that. Yeah, it's very nice. And they've got the they've got their, you know, special um, emblems that you get from carrying people. I was going to say that, and they don't do it for the emblem. No. <laughs> well, maybe a little. <laughs> maybe a little. It, it does help, though. Yeah, I think you have to carry eight people or something to get a special emblem, and I think that that might be a little bit of a carrot for them. But also, too, they do it with us all the time. They're they put up. Oh with, no, no, they are. They are great. Just sure, they are. They're, they're they really are. So shout out to them, and um, yeah. Uh, I have. I'm looking forward to trying out the raid. Have not been in there yet, so we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited. Maybe next weekend. Maybe. Even if it's just a you know dip our toes in, try to get through the first encounter type of thing. It's a raid, not a swimming pool. Before I move on to the next topic, which I have down on my notes here as the return of Iron Banner, I wanted to ask uh, Stego and Romance Girl if they've tried any trials this weekend. Oh, no. It's the return of trials. I haven't touched Crucible at all since Witch Queen dropped. We still haven't really done trials in earnest. Neither, Neither have we. We, we picked up uh, Shiora's Wrath 
Um, uh huh. I have not. Got, I didn't even do that. Yeah. Right. We got a Shire. I got a Shire as anyway because um, one of our clan mates just said no. Like, we'll take you through. You can. We can at least get you it. It's the. It's you know. They can. They convinced me <laughs> in a weak moment. <laughs> early on but a um, moment of weakness <laughs> i don't know um, sally bug so every now and, and again you, you get and these I crazy did. ideas of just doing like I grandmaster nightfalls like what did. what you really want to do that <laughs> i don't what? mind trying the challenging pve stuff but the pvp stuff it's just like i it's like i know that i'm like constantly out of my league right I have a bum ankle, and so, like, I wouldn't, like, go and try to run a marathon. I just know that, like, it's not something that I have the skill level or the capability of doing. And Crucible's kind of that same, I feel like that same camp for me. But there are times when I just go in and have fun and just say, all right, I'm going to die every 10 seconds, and that's okay. (laughs) It sounds like you'd climb a tree to kick a boy in his dreams. I wouldn't say that. Dreams I of think trials of Osiris. I feel like other. I I, th- I feel like other players. I am a dream to a, the opposite team because like a free kill. But look at that person aiming down sights in a sniper lane. I think I'll do a headshot. Two wolves and a sheep it's trying to Darwinian. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um. <laughs> Iron Banner is returning this Tuesday. And um, again, a shout out to a clan mate who informed me he is going to grind the heck out of Iron Banner. And we're talking about Richard here again. And he figures he can get it just all. It's known as Ghost. Ghost is going to get it all done in one week. He doesn't have to worry about it the rest of the the season. (laughs) I mean, front-loading isn't the worst idea. No, I like the idea of front-loading. And he's going for the hand cannon. That hand cannon's kind of beautiful, isn't it? When they they fix a few things in Gambit, I just want to dive in and just do it all at once. Right. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. After all I the do seasonal like challenges that, for Gambit, I do released. like that hand cannon, and I have some Iron Banner tokens. So, well, it's a 180 <laughs> RPM Frontiers Cry. Um, they, and they've they've the Iron um, the weapons, the Iron Banner weapons have that Origin trait now, which is kind uh-huh. of cool. Yeah. I'm interested in the sword as well. Um, it's the as far as I can tell, it is the the lightsaber one. Yeah, the lightsaber. People were one, yeah. interested in the um, in the trailer, so I'm interested to see how it takes to a shader. It also can roll with chain reaction. Yeah, which yes. is oh, chain reaction on a sword. It's how fun! Gonna be fun. It's very fun. So, I would say Iron Banner is probably the most tolerable crucible for me. And also, they're bringing back a couple of maps, Eternity and Vostok. So, that should be fun. Yeah. All right. That'll be interesting. And there's a new map coming up, too, but they're not talking much about it, according to the latest TWAB. They don't have enough. It's probably still in the... um, 
not the development stage, but the trying out stage, right? Making sure there's no right. bugs or right. Got their special group of guardians who are going in and trying it out for them. Well, um, what we have coming up next is it's time for Paracasual Loadouts. Loadouts. This is where we talk about anything we've been using in terms of weapons or armor or perks or combinations thereof, or um, maybe rediscovering something that you pulled out of the vault or something you saw Datto talking about on the YouTubes <laughs> and you decided to try it. Um, Sallybug, you mentioned a little bit, you alluded to some a volatile um, loadout. Yes. And, and I've tried several different, um, well, of course, Glaive. The, the Glaive as one of my um, energy void weapons. Um, but I also pulled out Graviton Lance that I hadn't used in ages and had fun with that because that also has the unstoppable pulse rifle. So if you're in activity that has unstoppables, you can kind of kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. And Glaive also has that unstoppable mm-hmm. mod. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I've all, I also have done the Le Monarch, um, and that's super fun. Um, I even pulled out Hard Light. Tried that out. No. So fun. It's actually really <laughs> <No>. fun. <laughs> it's really There goes fun. the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep the void on the whole time and, and uh, do that. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. Yeah, so... Yeah. Yeah, just um, so all the all the different trying out all the different void so many weapons specific. Um, I still want to get death from above or not death from above. What's it called? The Deathbringer rocket launcher. I still want to get that. Right, out. I haven't tried that. I haven't tried that. Mm. Yeah, I've done a lot of tomorrow's answer. I believe it's called the trials older trials rocket launcher that Zer was selling one time I went out and picked it up and um so I have been using that so you went out bit. to old Zer and bought something <laughs> that was a few weeks ago I think it was how's he doing by the pre- way did you talk to him at all <laughs> like pre-witch queen <laughs> I was actually wondering like because there were two exotic pieces I didn't get from last year if I went to Zur now, could I and purchase one of those exotic engrams? Would it have one of those too? No. Did it include those? Not yet. Pulls from the pool of ones that you have. It, it, when you unlock it, like from the legendary lost sector, right? Yeah, that's what right. she's talking about. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you get it from the lost sector, that'll add it to the pool. Oh, I didn't know oh, that. Okay. But that seems. Logical. I thought that that engram was for ones that you hadn't gotten yet. Yeah, but they changed it so that you actually have to earn. Have to earn. Uh, oh, if it's to... one that you earn it from a. From uh, grinding I, I endlessly. I mean, not that I did. I didn't do the legendary law sectors enough to grind for it, but. Um, oh. So. 
Yeah. Well, it sounds like you're close to getting there this season to start giving it a go. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting some I'm close to gear. wanting to try it. So, um I, I did I did kind of do a cheesy thing. I got a um this was something that I heard I heard it on a podcast. I think it was Fallout who had mentioned it. It said that um and this was like when they were prepping for Witch Queen. If you have all of your engrams full, like just keep it full of umbrals and you go through a legendary lost sector and it drops exotic it'll show up as an exotic engram in your postmaster if you don't claim it until the new dlc comes out you have the possibility of getting one of the newer pieces and i did i got the newer helmet Ooh. wow yeah meh it's kind of a meh exotic <laughs> in my mind but because still it's it works like for the, it's like for the middle tree arc strider and it's just like it's very specific horde mode, but people shooting at you type of, of scenario where it would be a beneficial piece. But I got it in my collections. It worked. So, yeah. You mean to say that you didn't put it on to uh, whirlwind block, block and reflect Sabathun's own Nova Bomb back at her? <gasps> no. No, because I wouldn't have gone in against Savathun with anything but my void subclass so I could go invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Truth comes out. Scaredy cat. I'm gonna live I'm gonna live out. in the void. I live in the void. I lived in the void before Void 3.0 came out and now I'm living in it even more. So And enjoying that void lock stasis, as well. I put in stasis every now and again, but I'm enjoying stasis on my warlock. Hmm. That's fun and new, but right, I've talked too much. Hmm. Well, I, as far as my big thing is, I finally, well, I met, started maxing out on the um, weapon crafting mat, uh, mat materials, um, those little energy things, whatever they're called, mutable. I forget what they all are. There's like six Beautiful, of them. Mutable, ruinous. Oh, did ruinous. you notice they changed the um, symbols underneath them when you go to um, dismantle them or, or like I, get the energy out yeah, of them? Yeah, I thought I, I, I kind of subconsciously noticed something was different there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was maxed out on those. So I went in and I took my Enigma, which I had leveled up to finally to level 20. And wow. I made what I'm calling the Equagan Enigma because he made this very same role. He crafted this same role, reshaped it uh, in a video of his, and it is a total melee. It highlights the melee aspect of using the glaive. And it has um, lightweight emitter, swap mag, so it's all about handling, and grave robber and uh, paired with unrelenting and grave robber and unrelenting are the enhanced versions although i understand that not a whole lot of difference between the regular and the enhanced um fyi so um and i've only had a chance 
to use it a few times in patrol and I was using it, you know how the public event where you ride the little vehicle and then you have to go kill the enemies in the bubble? I went into that bubble and just started going ham with it. And I noticed every now and again my health would pop back up because of the unrelenting. It was kind of nice just to like clear the inside of that bubble with my glaive. With my Equagan glaive, no doubt. Stego, what have you been running to get through the campaign and whatnot? Just whatever's the highest light? Basically, yeah. I have been um, experimenting with the red frame weapons, um, trying those out to just to get the essence um, mm -hmm. and just to try out the new weapons. I kind of like the stasis uh, heavy machine gun. Oh, I haven't tried that one yet. It's, yeah. It's nice. I like mm -hmm. the land tank origin uh, trait that's on the seasonal weapons for the season, mm -hmm. uh, giving you increased resilience and damage resistance after landing a few final blows. So that's like, that's Kinda been neat. fun. Yeah. But other than that, like uh, when I go into the actual missions, um, I try to just infuse up my Galahorn still yeah galley's still pretty solid same it's still yeah uh we've been watching some like damage test videos and uh still um just the combination of ease of use that's like sometimes depending on the sandbox something else will like just barely edge it out or there's a nice mod that'll work with a different weapon type but basically galahorn is uh king king King, yeah. easy mode king. Easy mode which I king. Like. Um, yeah. I'm I like. I just did a is stasis is machine gun in my dim, and I do have that machine gun, the recurrent impact, it's called. That's the one. I've got one for all, firmly planted. Ah, I wish that was a subsistence. That would be better. But yeah, um, I'll give it a try. Pull it out. It's I a, like this stasis um, auto rifle. Crate? Crate. What is, how you pronounce it? Crate is a lot of fun. It is. It is. It's, it's a That's monster, a actually. Gun. Yeah. Oh, little uh, pro tip. The public event where you have to shoot the nice little blue balls that are coming in at you, the little bubbles, right? Yes. Uh, crate does Scorn. a good... Crate does a great job on that. It just goes forever. That's kind of my go-to crate. Crate for for that one. Yep. I think we can crate say there's is some great. <laughs> there's some crate fans <laughs> among us. Okay. All right. Moving right along. Sheesh. Um, romance girl. Anything to report in your loadouts, or are they pretty much just the highest? I mean, <laughs> highest I, light? I, yeah, I do. Uh, I do still tend to whatever the last thing that dropped basically and just keep trying out new weapons but having trouble taking off osteostriga nice oh, um, yeah. i love that gun the sidearm is a lot of fun it is and it's also so the fun. seasonal uh machine gun that's kind of like a fusion rifle missile launcher the grand overture oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah we got that um, right from actually had a the lot season of pass fun with that um, Grand Overture. I, t I took it into PsyOps and um, it was just shredding. 
Nice. Shreddy spaghetti. <laughs> Shreddy spaghetti. Well, sounds like everybody's well, having you know fun despite the grind. You know what to name the podcast. Shreddy spaghetti. I dare say that I'm having fun because of the grind. Wow. I know. That's a novel right? idea, isn't it? <laughs> I do it's from time to from time. Have is something to do, right? Yeah. Get on and it's just There's like so not, much. And, but not feeling like it's a chore. They just like they put the magic touch on it this time around. It's like sometimes it's just like, oh, I've got to get on and I've got to do I've got to do this or as as opposed to a want to get on and to go do this. Right. It's just like the the grind that's in there is just fun. It's a fun grind. Yes. Um, I like I'm I not like at the, the point pace. where I need a specific thing. And so it's so much fun not having to be beholden to wanting something very specific that you're at the mercy of RNG for it makes the grind much more enjoyable. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. There he is. There he is. We were waiting for there you. He is. Uh, I was just <laughs> done carrying three. We were not waiting at all. Uh, say yeah, it was carrying three people that had no idea what they were freaking doing. <laughs> this one nice. dude, he had no idea what we had to explain the whole thing. And I've been explaining like the Vow Disciple raid to like for carries like the whole weekend. We actually mentioned yeah. you guys earlier how you're doing that. So yeah, it's six clears on now. I carried another one today, so I'm on five five carries now. Wow! Oh wow! You need to put us in that that boat. Yeah, I'm I'm got pretty good at explaining the raid now. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll bet. You have awesome. to take that Quizlet on all the symbols. Yeah. <laughs> I'm seriously gonna do that before I try the raid. I'm gonna memorize those symbols and callouts. But uh, so we we've had a good podcast so far. We've just been rambling. Sally Bug's been rambling on, on and on and on about her. Um, <laughs> Her volatile lo loadout and yeah, uh, void weapons. Mine's got funnel web. Funnel web is that your loadout these days? Funnel web, or it's that new exotic grenade launcher because it's void as well, and it's just goes along the floor like three different directions, and it's just crazy. Can I? Uh, that can one I, you the, can also change its element, right? Yes, it's the one that we just got last night. It it's like a hard light grenade launcher. It, it you can change the void solar arc. Um, well, that's what's cool. It, what's it called? Dead Messenger. Dead Messenger. Dead messenger. Yeah, that one. That's right. Uh, Richard, I have a question for you. You got the catalyst for Dead Messenger? No, doing the yep. master. Um, big difference. Does it really help out? Uh, I'm trying to think what I, it gives you. It gives you this certain perk. I'm trying to think what it is. I think it's turnabout. It gives you turnabout. I don't know what turnabout is. I've... It's one of the new perks. I haven't really read it myself. I just use the gun. Turnabout perk. Good gun. Destiny 2. But it's, it's fun, especially in Wellspring. Really fun in there. Yeah. I mean, now I that they fixed that. the drops, it's been great. Oh, so yeah, I would. I haven't been into Wellspring since they fixed the drops. But that's oh, great. Did you get? Were you able to get that schematic you were looking for? Yeah, yeah, that's how I got the exotic glaive for the warlock. Gotcha. Okay. 
Uh, turnabout is using this weapon to break the shield of a combatant or a guardian using their super will grant you an overshield for an improved duration. So you, it gives you an overshield. Okay. So for breaking a shield. Nice. You break a shield, you get a shield. That's kind of cool. kind of like guaranteed because you could just change the emblem. Right. Right. Yeah, it is. It's kind of guaranteed. Yeah. And we also did a shout out to you because we were talking about the return of Iron Banner, new hand cannon, and the new sword. Stego's looking forward to the lightsaber sword that's coming out. Yeah, if only they actually did a lightsaber in the game, I'd be, that'd be exotic. Well, this Easy. might be the closest you can get to it. This vortex yeah. frame. Uh, it's going to come with uh, chain reaction, possibly. You could it could roll with chain reaction, which is interesting for a sword. Everyone loves chain reaction. I do. I love it. Something very satisfying about uh, chain explosions. I don't know what it is. Bungie tapped into a very. I wonder what its primal. element is. It's void. It's a void <laughs> vortex. Of course it is. <laughs> it's a void a vortex frame. All right. So now I want one and try out the volatile with it. <laughs> yeah. Volatile is fun. I, I definitely use that in raid. It helps the ads. Mm. There's so many more ads in the new content now. When you load into like an old strike, uh, it feels almost bare. Unless you load into one of those battlegrounds. I yeah. do. Yes, I, <laughs> I do like those, really actually. like. I, I like the new bounties, but long. strike where you go and visit. Where you fight Ala Cool. Oh, that's my really, favorite one. <laughs> I really like that strike. That's fun. That's really fun. Yeah. Uh, I was I told Neil about this yesterday, but if you do Ala Cool on hero difficulty, you can actually get 100k on the hero difficulty. Yeah, I was trying to tell Sally that. She wouldn't believe me. She's like, there's no way we could get 100,000. Let's not do it. Let's do something there's else. There's on you can you You can get it. I've had a guarantee three times. <laughs> is it is it the um, nightfall strike this week? Yeah. Oh, did not know that. All right. Uh, do you want to do this sound check? Is everybody ready for that? I put some links. Of, unfortunately, uh, you guys can't hear the the sound bites, but the links are in the notes. Uh, Richard's probably just going to be wondering what the hell's going on, but, uh, you know, let's, let's, uh, let's roll on over to this. Hold on a sec. I'm queuing up the sound check. Testing. One, two, three. Destiny sound check. check, check. All right. Uh, it's time for another sound check. And you know what? Apologies, uh, Stego. I made you do, <laughs> made you do another Mod Academy when it was actually my turn to do a sound check. I looked back at our calendar, and I realized we got out of rotation somehow. Worry and... not. We it was getting a little dicey there at the end of the season, <laughs> and uh, you know I was excited to talk about the mods. So yeah, totally thank you for doing for that. Thank you so much. And it was my bad. I looked back and I was like, oh, sorry about that. Anyway, um, so today uh, this this um, episode of well this special segment. Of Destiny Soundcheck is paying tribute to the great David Shaughnessy, 
the voice of first ghost Imaru. Now, who doesn't love Imaru? I, I think I uh, break his shell. Yes, everybody I think wants to, but you can't because I you don't know want to because I want Savathun as an ally. Yeah, so. we can't because Savathun's definitely going to be an ally of ours, so we don't we don't want to harm Imaru. And I think if you listen carefully to all his famous lines, Imaru's fan, we're going to listen to a few of them tonight um, in more than one language, actually. But we're going to listen to David Shaughnessy as Imaru. Um, tell us about the forearm zombies uh, tracking fluorescent fe- flea bags. We're going to listen to the famous "Let the Guardians Kill the Scorn" uh, patrol monologue, and we're also going <laughs> to the who can re- who can forget the famous "Suck it up, you little maggots" <laughs> line from from the great first ghost Imaru uh, tonight. Uh, but a little background. David Shaughnessy, really interesting character. I think he lives in America now, but he's English-born actor, producer, and director. Um, his voice work in video games spans like uh, a list way too long to read here, but some of the notable ones are the Fallout 4, Labyrinth, Mass Effect, uh, Star Wars Rebels, The Darkness, Elder Scrolls, Warcraft. He did a couple voices in Skyrim, I believe. But he also is known for producing and directing soap operas, of all things. Uh, The Young and the Restless, which is a popular American um, soap opera. And The Days of Our Lives, I think that's what he's doing now uh, for A&E, is what came up. Um, so, but he started off in the theater and, uh, did a lot of drama and theater work, uh, before getting into, um, producing and directing and then how he got into, got the gigs for all these voiceovers. I mean, it's not just video games. He does animation and films and things. Um, I'm not exactly sure. I didn't run across that, but, uh, a little, uh, trivia is his father was Alfred Shaughnessy, who is a script writer best known for um, Upstairs Downstairs, which is one of the early, I think it even predates EastEnders. It's one of the early British soap operas. Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm not surprised anymore when I find out uh, some of these uh, voice actors or actors have... Um, who have, you know, like Southern accents or New York accents turn out to be British. For some reason, uh, British actors are able to imitate Americans, but it's very rare that it goes the other way. There's a few exceptions, but I'm no longer surprised at that. Anyway, let's get down to listening to a couple samples of First Ghost Imaru. Here's his famous four-armed zombies quote. Antisocial arthropods. This is First Ghost Imaru talking. The four armed zombies are tracking the Guardians back to wherever they came from. Those fluorescent flea bags better act fast. <laughs> fluorescent flea bags, love it. <laughs> it's very good writing there, and of course, uh, masterful delivery. Um, here is the famous Let the Guardians Kill the Scorn. 
attention all Lucent Hive. Imaru here with your marching orders. Skorna digging in hard. Fall back and let the Guardians pound on him a while. <laughs> I just said crack me up for some reason. Fall back and let the Guardians pound on him for a while. <laughs> it's genius. Uh, and this is perhaps I fa- this is saved my favorite for for last. Um, let's let, give it a listen. I'll defend it. Attention, all loose and hive. Imaru here with your marching orders. You little maggots, suck it up and be guardian counterattack. <laughs> you little maggots, suck it up. Oh, that's just beautiful. And um. The next sound clip I have is from David Shaughnessy reading, I think it's it's from his own YouTube channel, and I, he's reading a, um, it's an audition speech is what it's entitled. I think he's just reading um, kind of like uh, for, for like audiobook or something. So here's a sample of him. And I, uh, I've watched a couple interview segments with him as well. So this is his, his normal speaking voice. Something had shifted in the trunk. So we pull into the parking lot, the Bellagio, to have a look. I pop the trunk. I remember quite vividly how the lights from the fountains played across her pale skin. She was stripped down to her underwear. Her face was pretty discoloured and swollen, and her mouth, hands and feet had been taped with bright blue electrical tape. I couldn't remember her name, but I knew who she was. It was one of Shizuko's girlfriends, the heavy drinker. The one who'd gone home with Barry the night before we left for Vegas. Only one of her eyes was closed. The other one was frozen open in this horrific blinking stare. I tried to tell Barry, but he simply wouldn't have it. All right, there you go. Yeah, strange, strange story indeed there. But yeah, watching him and listening to him, I just realized uh, he reminds me a lot of, well, he looks like and sounds a little bit like uh, Elvis Costello, if you've ever seen Elvis Costello in in an interview. And um, to close out this edition of Destiny Soundcheck, I have... Two interesting things I ran across while I was surfing for some um, Imaro quotes. This is um, some competition to David Shaughnessy. Um, we have the Italian Imaro, I believe. Is that what this is? Yeah, this is the Italian one. Let's give it a listen. Ben, miei piccoli artropodi asociali. Parla Imaro, il primo spectro. Quelle pulci fluorescenti pensano di poter imbastire una bella linea di rifornimenti. Distruggetela. <laughs> so that's uh, il, il primero spectro, the first ghost. And we also have the French Imaro. Wish I knew had time and, and uh, resources to track down these voice actors, but we are paying tribute to them by enjoying their interpretations of... The first ghost. Here's the French uh, Imaru. À toute la ruche lumineuse. Ici Imaru avec vos ordres de marche. 
Une messagère hautement prioritaire traverse notre territoire. Protégez-la des flingueurs à lampe. <laughs> nice. And that wraps up this edition of the Destiny Soundcheck. Thank you for joining us. Um, did, has anybody gotten a chance to listen to any of those sound bites yet? Yes? No? Maybe. Uh, no, not yet. Um, if you listen to, to one, well, Romance Girl, I highly advise you to listen to the Italian and the French. The French one's great. You'll appreciate yeah, I'll it. Go back. Yeah, uh, but at least listen to because you know Imaro. You guys have heard those other quotes already by playing the game. But listen to the good, clean, fun link. Is it's it's kind of hard to connect the two voices. The Imaro, his Imaro character with his regular speaking voice, kind of cool. So yeah, and um. I think that brings us uh, up to our final segment of the evening, which is the uh, non-Destiny media consumption. Non-Destiny media consumption. What have y'all been consuming outside the game of Destiny? Stego. Um, uh, we just, um, well, on Friday night... We were very excited for the Disney Plus streaming release of Turning Red, Pixar's latest film, and it was phenomenal. Masterpiece. Somewhere Moon Knight. Recommend Turning Moon Red? Knight seems nice. Highly recommend Turning Red. Give it a shot. It's just... It's it, was, it was a masterpiece. Yeah, Pixar. Latest Pixar film. Nice. Uh, I, I, everyone should watch it. Duly noted. Okay. Is it popcorn or no popcorn? Oh, popcorn for sure. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, Ghost, what have you been consuming outside the Destiny universe? If anything. I know you guys have been doing well, so I mean, much. I did... I did go cinema the other day to watch Uncharted. That's right, you mentioned that to me. And everybody enjoyed yeah. it, more or less? Yeah, I went with Logan and Nicholas. We went... But just going um, to... Just, like, regardless of a movie, just going out again to a movie is, is kind of a new thing after two years of lockdown, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I said, I wanted to watch Batman, but Nicholas's girlfriend didn't want to sit down for three hours watching it. So we watched Uncharted. Three hours. Uncharted. Yeah. How was it? It was. It was good, surprisingly, because I wasn't really fond of Tom Holland at first. So I, I, I watched it. I was like, you know what? He's actually a really good actor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna have to watch that Spider-Man film now. Well, uh, he, um, was, he was good at uh, Spider-Man, wasn't he? Yeah. It also had Mark Wahlberg in as well, Uncharted. Hmm. And that was one of the reasons I'd watch it anyway, because I think he's a great actor. Marky Mark? Yeah, he's great. <laughs> yeah, Marky Mark. 
<laughs> but there's not much there's not much like forgot that that's who he was but that actually was who that was his first yeah that's how we all knew him for quite some time <laughs> that's before how we knew him originally yeah yeah but like obviously i watch been waiting for like tv shows to come out because i've been watching the tv series superman and lois and it's it's really good on cw mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. probably better than all the cw shows hands down and i'm getting impatient because it's i don't like waiting okay you are one <laughs> right. impatient young man that is definitely the truth it's because it's getting good yeah but when it gets good yeah. you just, and then i've been waiting you for just one want piece. more like the new Absolutely. episode of One Piece was supposed to come out today, but because Toei Animation got hacked, it got delayed. So I was like, "Fuck." Ah, uh, yeah. Getting heated. Uh, well, I haven't been honestly doing that much other than random, like you know, just laying. It's almost like laying down in a boat and going down the rapids of the algorithm of YouTube and just going from one video to another that they're recommending. And because, because let's face it, those algorithms know me better than I know myself. And so somehow I end up in some pretty strange places with those. Um, but, uh, no regrets. No regrets. I'm aware of, of what it's doing and um, keeping my open-minded perspective on things and trying not to to try to resist going into um, a sort of information bubble. That being said, I discovered um, Vikings colon Valhalla. Terrible name, and it looks like they're trying to cash in on the popularity of that's sort of the Viking craze that's been going on for a while. I decided to watch it anyway, and I got sucked in. And it's a pretty good cast. Uh, there's a lot of sex and violence. Uh, but it is... And I, after a few episodes, I have a colleague who's actually an English history expert who confirmed that it was pretty historically... Fairly accurate historically. Um, so that, that even fueled my, uh, enthusiasm to walk, to continue watching it. And I actually got through the first season, which is all they have so far. Uh, last night I finished the, the last episode of the first season. And so I recommend it if you're interested in the history of Dane law and the famous Viking massacre and just Viking culture and early, sort of, you know, early 1000s England sort of Ethelrod followed by Edmund, you know, those, that era of, and King Canute and all that. It's, they did a pretty good job. The sets are awesome too. It's worth it for the sets alone. Um, Sally bug. Hmm. Media consumption Uh outside of destiny. Nothing, right? You've just been doing yeah. nothing but Destiny. Yeah, not a whole lot. Just mm-hmm. um, YouTube algorithms. It's not true. You and I watched Giver. Well, we mentioned that last time too, though. Right, and so I'm, I'm talking about in the, the interim. Oh, so I'm you're reading, reading the book now? I'm reading the book. Right. Um, it's sort of for work, but I'm enjoying the book as well. Yeah. And do you um, think Richard would like it? I think Ghost would read that book. 
I don't know. I don't know if. Is it, I mean, it's. It's utopian. You know, it's. Not utopian. Dystopian. dystopian sorry. Dystopian. <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's kind of dystopian. Like, some people find it disturbing. I haven't gotten to the point. Like, it's like because I. Like, Hunger Games. I think Games, it was right? written for the young adult. It's not like. And, and I so far think that it's much lighter than, like, say, Hunger Games. Um. So, um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I'm reading that and kind of doing something similar to you is just I get on YouTube and just follow the algorithms, think I want to. That's what they want you to um, do. Watch. And it's recently it's been a lot of like just American Idol um, <laughs> auditions for some reason. Um, Boy, do they know so, you. Because <laughs> I won't. I don't have the patience to sit down and watch like a full episode of like American Idol. I just I don't have it in me, but I can watch like a three minute audition. I'm, and I can always click past it if I don't like it. So I'm feeling like. Do the, you all uh, pay for YouTube Premium? No. You do not. That would no. screw up the algorithms. <laughs> we because uh, I want to be advertised. To YouTube Premium a couple years ago, and uh, it was money well spent. Is it life changing? It's got to be life changing. Yeah, it really is. YouTube yeah. surfing is so much more relaxing. Yeah. Although yeah. I've come to like some of the really short commercials that only at last a few the seconds. Stockholm syndrome. Yes, it is. We, we, it, fi you we find nailed, ourselves like constantly quoting it, it. Like, the, like the meme, like "Don't worry about it, sweetheart." <laughs> yeah, we're getting to, we're getting hip. <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. Don't worry uh, about it, sweetheart. Oh, yeah. Keeps you young, I guess. Yeah. No, the algorithms are like, they're not that great because it's honestly like having the ability to look into your own soul, which no human should ever be allowed to do. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, it's a little scary at times. So, yeah, that YouTube premium might be a good solution for that. Anyway, uh, before we wrap this up completely, any closing thoughts? Anybody, anywhere, anyhow, anytime. Um, hoping we can raid soon. Maybe. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So. I just I th I think between now that's our that's my goal is like between now and our next episode that we at least try the raid even mm -hmm. if we don't finish it. So. Our next episode might be a different, a little funky, a little different date. Maybe it might be a weekday. Um, or just postponed. Postponed. I'm going to spit out my drink. <laughs> and I don't even have one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you no, it's work related. Yeah, I'm traveling related. for work uh weekend after next, is that right? Yeah, which would be That's our yeah, yeah, I'll be out of town uh two so weeks. We might, from it now. might just be delayed a week. I would say yeah. that's probably the way to go. Yeah. It's just maybe maybe just delay it a week. Push it up a week, but it interferes with other podcast activities is the only problem there, but we'll figure it out. Right. Yeah. Shreddy spaghetti is a wrap. Um Ghost, are you still there? Yep. Thank still you there. so much for hopping in. 
and uh, weighing in and um, saying hi. And uh, Romance Girl and Stego, thank you so much for coming out. I know you've got a lot going on uh, with those kitties and all that are that are still outside your door. Oh, speaking of kitties, my sister's cat just had some kittens. Oh my oh goodness! Boy. You've got to get that cat spayed. I mean, uh, she said she was pregnant before, but then con- she was probably just fat at the time. But now she's given birth, I think, two kittens so far, and they're black and white ones. Oh, oh those are going to be yours and Pelham's. Nah, I got Ace. Oh, you still have that's Ace. That's true. That's right. My mom said if it, if uh, she has another kitten, it comes out gray. She wants it. <laughs> it's like a menagerie over there. <laughs> yeah, she also wants to get another puppy at some point. Yeah, uh, you guys have had some what's hard the, luck with the what's puppies. What's the status of the, of the kittens in Texas? Uh, right, so. While I while while we were potting, the the kitten one of the kittens hopped up in the the window above the AC unit outside and mm-hmm. looked in at me. She what saw is, you potting. Uh, yep. Nice. Was uh, basically tapping at the glass, saying, like, hey, what's going on? Why aren't you doing the thing? <laughs> Come on. Open up. Do the thing. Oh. Yeah, they're um, they're cute. It's it's kitten season, apparently. There's kittens all over. My goodness. Well, it is spring. It is the season. All right, that brings us to the end of episode 50. Can you believe we've done 50 of these? Ah, it's tiring. Yeah, we should have done, something, so we should have done something special for our 50. Well, we but, did. We know. had yeah, uh, it's a milestone. It is a milestone. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a special, uh, you know, a custom emblem for it. <laughs> or a shader. <laughs> yeah, 50th episode shader. Yeah, enter the code in... Uh, Anyway, yeah, this is the Paracasual Destiny Podcast. We broadcast live on YouTube roughly every two weeks. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter first over there. Of course, follow us on the YouTube channel as well. Check in live with us or listen to us on the podcast outlet of your choice. I'm Sewell Time, and um, goodbye from myself, Sallybug, Romance, Ghost, and Stego. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.